Howdy, space cowboys. Adam and I are back. We were defeated trying to talk about this show when it first came out. We're back for a second round. It's me, Adam, and then also Dan Selkie from the Great and Good Winter is Coming podcast. Thanks for coming on, Dan. Hey, everybody. Thanks for having me. I'm the editor of a site called WinterIsComing.net. We talk about dorky stuff. So this is very much uh, in that lane. Uh, I, yeah, I wanted to say thank you, and then I also wanted to apologize to have you on talking about this bad show. Listen. Sorry about that. <laughs> Adam likes it. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> I didn't mind it either, to be completely oh, okay. honest Okay, all right, whoa, all right, whoa, hot take, whoa, oh, hot take. <laughs> I'm, I'm the weird one. <laughs> You're weird. Oh, no, like, okay, it, it's, here's what I'll say, like, it's not good, but I kind of liked it. That's, that, that, mm-hmm. that, that, that's where I'll let it go. Well, uh, Adam has no background or relationship with the original anime. I have probably too much of one. Have you ever seen it, Dan? Oh, yeah. I was uh, back in college in 2004 uh, when it was kind of all the rage. And then I watched it again before the show, just because mm. me and my partner um, were just like, have you ever seen this? It's pretty badass. So I showed that to him. And yeah. uh, it was fun. It, 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 it held up, I thought. So, yeah, I have watched the right. anime multiple times. So you watched it on Adult Swim then, when it was first airing? I don't even remember, honestly. Okay. I think like it was one of those like <laughs> someone in the dorm room had like some DVD, like you seen this thing, right? It's right. Real cool. oh, okay. I was watching that way. So well, now I think the best thing that came out of this is that the original anime is like Netflix bought mm. the show, and so it's now on Netflix in beautiful Ultra HD, and nice. so it's now a convenient, nice way to watch the original show. Um, oh, but, so the, yeah, origi- t- the original show is on Netflix as well. Yeah, ne- oh, yeah. Netflix now owns that ah, shit. It came out so before the remake came out. I mean, for, oh, for obvious reasons, okay. you know, they wanted to get it kind of the the, the runway. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, you're right. I mean, if nothing else, I'm sure a lot of new folk watch the original, which would make a uh, right. remake hater like you very happy. And it looks better than ever on Netflix. I got to say, uh, the yeah. the cartoon that is the maybe anime. I'll a, maybe they'll, maybe I'll give it a swing. <laughs> And nerds easy. will get mad if we call the anime a cartoon. It's easy to watch too because it's like uh, it's very episodic. Like the 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 remake of Netflix, they they had the whole like modern Game of Thronesy serialized yes, thing. But yes. I think the, I think the anime like everything stands alone completely. Like you could jump in at any point to be fine. You know the other part of that, Dan, is that the episodes are only twenty minutes long. Yup. <laughs> oh God, I, I I I did miss that. It's not good enough to be an hour long. I'll say that. No, for mm. damn sure. Yeah, they were they were a little long. It felt a little long, but man, you know, I was like I said, never saw the anime, so I have no point of reference. But right, I really love the world that it takes place in. I think it's very cool. The whole seventies uh, kind of funkadelic. 30s. Yeah, I yeah, I love it. I love that combined with sci-fi space flying. Like <laughs> it's just a neat little dynamic, and um. It was neat to see it in a live action setting as opposed to right. an anime as a first time watch for me because I'm very visual. So I like to to see things. Um, and uh, yeah, so I really, really, really liked that part of it. But like James has told me many times, the writing was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and like, you're you're not wrong, James. Like, no, it, it, <laughs> it, that, that writing was not super. But I mean, also, Adam, I, I agree with you. Like, when, when I was watching this again, I, I, I've seen the anime a couple of times. I'm a fan, mm-hmm. and I watched it. Like, thinking, and I've seen some other like Netflix live action anime. Live action anime in general 
is 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 a pretty hard <laughs> pass for me. I have never seen one I like, right. including this sort of. Although what, this came what's the sad closest. about that, Dan? This is like one of the best ones. Yes, it is. This this is definitely the <laughs> oh, best no. that I've seen. And I did like the visuals, like you said. I'm like the 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 thing the show is going for the most, I think, is the style, which it borrows heavily from oh, original yeah. anime. I mean, it's just weird. It's just it's it just is weird. very weird. It's just yeah. you know, let, let's like combine 30s film noir with mm-hmm. like some speed racer esque, like really like vibrant colors and clearly blocked lines and put a put a jazz soundtrack that like is like 40s jazz like playing telephone through several other people over the years and it comes out like (laughs) this like it it it, it, it is definitely it's not a boring show for me to watch and i did like looking at it often um right but again none of that means i know it's not good but I, I I I still liked the the moment to moment watching it because it was pretty. Yeah, yeah. It, oh, it, yeah. it does look great, and it sounds great. It so, sure does. We'll, yeah. we'll we'll get into a deeper review of it, but I, I I wanted to talk a little bit about the production and the reception. And so, one of the things, one of the bad omens for me before the show even came out was you know the the news that the showrunner was going to be Christopher Yost, who probably a lot of people are not familiar with him. I certainly wasn't, other than his phenomenal work uh, writing Thor The Dark World, which is widely <laughs> considered to be the worst of the MCU movies. That's right. I remember this. And then Eternals happened, though, so now it's going to ask competition. Uh, you know, everyone <laughs> hates the Eternals. I kind of like it. I didn't see it. I'm totally bandwagoning on that one. Oh, okay. Oh, it's <laughs> not great. <laughs> So he, aside from Thor The Dark World, he also just writes, like, the straight-to-DVD Marvel animations, which I don't know anyone who's a fan of those. I've never seen any of them. I I think they're pretty bad, from what I've heard. Uh, But again, haven't seen them. Maybe they're great. Uh, Thor The Dark World, though, not awesome. Too bad that Netflix spent so much money on buying the show and then making this live-action one that they just kind of gave it to Christopher Yoss, who's got a bad reputation and <laughs> not a good writer, and they couldn't have found someone, I don't know, maybe someone younger, hungrier, ready to try, <laughs> like, you know, it's just, it seems like Christopher Yost is somebody's son-in-law, and so he got to make this show, basically. I mean, I don't want to, like, do, do, do too much guilt by association, like, I don't know Christopher Yost, no. I don't know no. his pedigree, I didn't like Thor 2 very much, but nobody did, and like Marvel stuff, it's hard for me to like blame a bad Marvel movie because so much of that is like kind of comes from above. Like right. I, I think like mm. Kevin Feige writes most of them anyway. Like Ghost writes. Yeah. I mean, maybe he really loved Cowboy Bebop. I mean, right. like it, it, it's it, it's clear to me in this show that effort was put forth. Like it, it doesn't mm. feel like a lazy in and out. It feels like somebody right. did like this a lot. Um. And, yeah. and, and liked the original, and liked the original yeah, too, I think. definitely. So I think there was a chance. I don't think it came right. together perfectly. <laughs> Another thing before the show, you know, before the trailer was even out, there was this really stupid non-controversy of uh, some, the characters, like, original, or their first sort of production pictures showing the characters' costumes, and they had 
Faye, dressed as she is in the remake, which is you know dressed like a like a person, like a regular person, not a not a weirdo. And everyone was really upset that she was not dressed in the insane costume that <laughs> Faye wears in the anime, which again, in yeah. anime with the aesthetic they're going for, kind of works. If you saw a normal person dressed like that walking down the street, you would think, well, this is cosplay or uh, this person is soliciting. It's not it's not <laughs> a cost. It's not a, not an outfit a normal person would wear. The lady of the you night. Know, <laughs> right. Honestly, I thought they could have gone further changing the costumes. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking, mm-hmm. at, I'm looking at the thing, and like, this still looks too stupid. Like, this still yeah. doesn't go far <laughs> enough into what an actual person might wear. Although, then I kind of started to watch it more, and I kind of sunk into it, and I kind of got into the mm-hmm. clothes a little more. So, the costume wasn't was a non thing for me. I think it's fine. No, the only per- people who were upset were extremely horny and angry. <laughs> anime fanboys <laughs> and Makes unfortunately sense. uh you it, when you're making these like geeky properties like you sort of do have to bend the knee to the fanboys a little bit mm. like if if you look at what's happening with the DCEU and again none of those movies or, or, or shows are that great but like you can tell that Zack Snyder for whatever reason had his finger on the pulse of the angry fanboys because they love him uh and they worship him but in return, they buy a lot of his merchandise, right? And they buy movie tickets and they stand those movies incredibly hard. And so if you start a fight with the fanboys, which is what Daniela, Daniela Pineda ended up doing, which is like Ooh, she posted yeah. a video mocking the fanboys and you know, they deserve mm. to be mocked. But you mustn't mock them because <laughs> <laughs> it never works out, uh, even if you're right, even if you're right. The Internet is their turf. Like, uh, yes. trying to, like, dig yourself out of a Twitter hole with more tweeting is like trying mm. to put out a fire with lighter fluid. It's always the wrong approach. Oh, yeah. It never oh, yeah. works. But I mean, like, that, that again, like, so, like, what are you saying? That, 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 that every creator has to pander to the kind of internet rabble of people who are going to be mad at something stupid? Before they do something, I mean, not maybe not pander, but like don't don't engage or insult. Oh yeah, don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Don't draw their ire. I think if if Daniela Pineda had just said nothing, it would you know they would have been angry about something else a few days later. Um, It reminds me of like when when Ryan Johnson after the Last Jedi came out and you know angry fanboys were mad at him, he started you know fighting back with them on Twitter. And again, like it didn't pay off. It, it never redounds uh, positively when you fight and engage with the fanboys. Uh, maybe not pander, maybe not make a movie that they want to see because it would probably be bad. But at least like don't fight with them. Because as you said, Dan, like yes. this is their battleground. <laughs> Neil Gaiman seems really good at it. I don't know what he, he he's like very uh, good at threading the Twitter needle. He like just tweets mm. like the exact kind of piffy smack him with a little retort and get out of their thing and just kind of doesn't follow up i if if you want to fight with them i i I recommend uh following neil gaiman's twitter so already the fanboys are pissed off about this stupid thing and so maybe we have to give up on them and hopefully we can catch a general a broader appeal to a general audience that's their only hope at this point Mm -hmm. because the fanboys are mad um and when the show does come out 
at first it does okay. I think like the the day one numbers were around a hundred k viewers, and then it it stayed strong for a couple of days. But the issue is Netflix is extremely skittish. They're extremely disloyal. Oh yeah. And if 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 your show is not hot for at least a month. If it doesn't have good buzz and good numbers for around 30 days, Netflix loses interest. And that is probably probably the thing that killed them is that around two weeks, everyone stopped watching. Uh, I certainly I made it through like the first and second episode, and then I was in too much pain to keep going for for a few months. (laughs) Because I I wanted uh, the show to be good. I thought it would be good. When I heard that it was canceled... I also admittedly just stopped watching because I'm like, well, there's not going to be an end to this ever. It's just going to leave you on a cliffhanger. And so maybe I will just drop that, watch the anime to to get it, and then maybe finish the show and see how it works. Or I don't even know. And I didn't bother watching because I wasn't interested. And I liked the anime. (laughs) Like, I think that was their bigger problem. Um, like, Like you said, like... I'm sure they lost the fanboys. I think they might have watched anyway. I I, I I think it's important to like separate screaming, whining online from what people actually tune mm-hmm. in to see what they really care about. Uh, right. But they didn't attract general audience. I mean, I think that was yeah. because it didn't have a lot of hype and also just wasn't very good. So just no. it, it just wasn't good enough to make the make the long haul. I don't really super blame them for canceling it, but oh. I kind of wish they had done a little more. Now that I've seen some, it it, it was it was high spirited fun. I think I they should have at least Dan. finished it. Just at least and finished I think, it. Yeah, that's like a, a movie you made an excellent point. Where like you, so the fanboys are already out, and now it doesn't. It's too niche mm-hmm. to have yeah. a broad appeal. It's weird, mm-hmm. and then it's it's also it's like not good enough to like you know Great like Squid fruit. Game is not something that you would think. Yeah. Everyone would love, but it was good enough, and and so it sort of succeeded. And if Cowboy Bebop had been really great, mm-hmm. uh, maybe they could have had enjoyed the same success. But it, it too niche, and then not you know, as, as you guys said, you find a lot of things you could like about it. I found some things I liked about it, but not enough. Mm. Not enough to the that, point where yeah. I was excited to watch it. It was certainly no Squid Game. I mean, good lord, like no. that I was hooked on <laughs> from pretty much the start. Yeah. yeah, like this. I mean, it's cute. It's nice. But yeah, it, it, it wasn't going to stand <laughs> on its own. That was the words I think are accurate. Are you ever going to watch it again, Dan? I mean, I'm not. I haven't watched all of them. I, I kind of watched a bunch right. to do this. Uh, and I found mm-hmm. myself enjoying myself, but I, I still haven't watched yeah. the rest. I know that Edge was up at the end. I saw like the very end where they like tease Ed. And I'm like, that's stupid. Uh, so probably oh, not. God. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> and I, See, did, I, didn't even, I didn't even get there yet. <laughs> I did want to see their version of um, the crazy, big top hat wearing, flying yeah, villain yeah, man yeah. from the end because I remember that that website was really badass, and I watched that one. I was right. like, he's not as good here. No, that episode wasn't terrible though. There, there are definitely worse ones. Uh, <laughs> so aside from not so great Netflix ratings, it also didn't get good reviews. The the professional critics, it's got a fifty one percent on Rotten Tomatoes, but fifty one percent, but then still given rotten. I thought if you got over fifty, you got fresh. No, I think it's sixty. I think it's sixty. Fresh. I think it's 60 yeah. Ah, yeah. uh, okay, okay. So they got an F, and then forty seven percent on Metacritic, which is a low F. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, After class, see me. And <laughs> you can't go by the audience scores, though, because the review boys are are in in a rage uh, review bombing it. What was the, what was the audience score? Just yeah. out of curiosity. It actually wasn't that bad. It was uh, uh, around almost the same. Oh, Let's okay. find out. Okay. Yep, I don't. Because I think Metacritic. Score. It they 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 did something in order to uh, fix the review bombing recently. I remember that. Oh was yeah, it's not a lot of movies. A lot, lot of movies <laughs> subject to the review bombing lately. It seems. Um, the audience score on Metacritic, at least, is well, it's a four point three. It's even lower, and that's probably oh. a result of, of review bombing. Yeah. Um, because I know that this show has an audience. There are people who like it. Yeah. It's the people. It's the people who never gave it a shot who already hate it, um, <laughs> and the people who gave it a shot just didn't love it. And I'm willing to bet some of the folk who never watched it but hated it do also write some reviews. But I mean, again, that's, oh, yeah. it's it's, it's oh, like yeah. uh, it's important for me to remind myself that like people who like the show, people who make the show, and people who review the show because that's what Reddit told them to do are very different places. And don't necessarily mm-hmm. connect or mean anything. No. And same with like the Last Jedi. Like the whole online discourse for this show is tainted by <laughs> you know these obnoxious haters who don't have a substance, substantial critique of the show. They're mad about uh, you know the fan service and and the the lack of of the booby outfit. That's the only thing they care about. <laughs> um. <laughs> I recall seeing the Last Jedi in theaters and like going a full mm. like that was fine. And then, like, coming right. back and then getting online and being like, people are uh, have strong feelings about this? Yeah. But it was <laughs> fine. Put a lot of effort somewhere else. <laughs> so, I want to talk about the canceling for a second. I thought Netflix kind of did them dirty. Oh, yeah. This. It was, what, two weeks? Yeah, it was really uh, short. That's crazy. It was two or three weeks out, and they made it, like, a big announcement. Which, to me, like, that was part of what tanked the show. Maybe don't come out straight away and say you're going to cancel it. You can't sit on that decision <laughs> they, they for like even bad. a month or two. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, which well, that generated a conspiracy theory oh, that Netflix canceled it like that in order to gin up a controversy oh. and get people talking about Cowboy Bebop and and begging them to put the show back on. <laughs> Did it work? <laughs> no, <laughs> not that I know of, anyway. Well, it hasn't worked as of right now, but yeah. there's an online petition on change.org oh, to bring the show back. Yeah. It has 150k signatures. I signed it, by the way. <laughs> did you? Did you? I'll <laughs> sign it. I'd like, like to finish it. it right you know, I, 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 I wanted to like this show. I thought there was a chance it could be good. Um, and, and maybe seeing the critiques, they could have course corrected in a season two we'll never know yeah i agree that, that uh, was that, yeah. very short time you're right that that, that that is weird like two weeks a month like that that does seem kind of disrespectful and just hmm. i mean god it, it must be just like money down the drain too yeah just like right just for like your own reputation's sake just wait a little longer so it doesn't look like you were that dumb for investing that hard for that right. little. <laughs> right. right. Uh, shooting yourself in the foot on your own property that you've, yeah. I mean, what was the, what was the budget? It had to have been pretty high. It, it was huge. Actors. It was huge. Yeah. yeah. It was huge. 
And Danielle Pineda had a great reaction on Instagram. She just posted a picture of like two guys like doing cheers, and then the bottoms of both their glasses fall out. <laughs> <laughs> Interestingly, uh, there's also a rival petition which is calling on Netflix oh to ignore that first petition and keep the show canceled. That's pretty funny. It's got, uh, yeah, it is funny. It's only got 10%, <laughs> only 13,000 signatures on that one. I also signed that one. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just trying to okay. increase the SEO of just, Cowboy just, Bebop Netflix, right? It's just leveling <laughs> the playing field. <laughs> Me, you, Bottle of Chianti. Two bottles of we're feeling dangerous. Sounds to me like blackmail. Damn right it is, because Jet, you are black and you are male. Okay, well, let, let's do a bit of a review. We'll start with you, Dan. You're the guest. What, what did you like about the show? I guess I already, already, already revealed everything, didn't I? But um, I liked the style. I liked the visuals. Okay. I liked the music. Uh, I liked the kind of stuff they imported from the show, which was this kind of slapdash uh, combination of Western tones with uh, film noir tones from the 30s with some like uh, like samurai movie tones in there with Vicious and his sword for no reason because you gotta have a sword in anime mm-hmm. even if it's, if it's like 80,000 oh, yeah, years yeah. in the future you all have swords um, gunplay versus swordplay versus kind of like like Looney Tunes-esque um, kind of battle sequences where you're I mean it did feel like like live action cartoon is one of those catchphrases that gets thrown around a bunch I don't really think means a whole lot but when you know it when you see it, and when they're like kind of battling in zero gravity uh, in these like brightly colored outfits doing kung mm. fu as they get sucked out of thing, <laughs> like that says live action cartoon to me. I mm-hmm. like the way it felt and it looked. Um, so yeah, I guess that would be in general what I enjoyed. And I like the flow of it, although it wasn't as flowy as the original anime and it wasn't, it really should have been briefer. The, the, those yeah. hour long <laughs> things did not do it any favors. No. And and because it had to be, well, maybe had to be, I don't know if they, this was a mandate or whatever, an hour long, there's so many scenes of them just like bullshitting. Yeah. Just like talking about nothing. That's a plague in modern shows in general. Like, mm-hmm. I blame mm-hmm. yes. those like Judd Apatow movies from the 2000s, 40 year old virgin for oh, making yes. us, making <laughs> yeah. like every show and movie just have scenes the characters just shooting the shit. Yeah, I mean, is it yeah. um, is it entertaining? Like sometimes, but like you 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 don't need to have it in every single thing. Some of the actors are p- appealing. Like I warmed up to them. I don't ever really think I grew to like John Cho very much as Spike, but I liked the guy no. who played Jet and Danielle Panay. His name I don't I can't remember. Even said it like eighteen times. Grew on me as fake. <laughs> I like the dog. <laughs> the dog. <laughs> I liked. Daniela Pineda in some episodes, in other scenes, they kind of make her like a little too obnoxious. I really liked Mustafa Shakira's Jet. I think he was the highlight of the show. Um, I thought both her and him did like good, like, you know, not like a caricature, but a kind of impression of the English language voice actors from the anime. And I thought they did a pretty decent job, much more Jet than Faye. 
I would agree with you that Spike is the weakest character. And one of the things that I brought up to Adam when we first talked about, like, the first couple episodes, Spike and Faye are, like, way too similar in their personalities yeah. and in, in, like, in like their narrative voice. They, they just, they're both, like, angry, quirky, hot-tempered, uh, and, and, and they're older, but millennials, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Adam, what what did you yeah, like about like the show? As... You're the you're the biggest lover of Netflix Calgary, oh, the number the number one lover, super fan. My gosh, yeah, number one curious, super fan. Like of someone who like never saw the anime, like what was your reactions going in like fresh? So, um, yeah. N- now, e- prefacing this with, I grew up with James and company, mm-hmm. and these guys mm-hmm. watched it all around me. So I very mm-hmm. I was I was aware that it existed, but I had never actually seen it. So I, I, I kind of knew what they looked like. I kind of knew what they sounded like. Um, but that's about as much as I got out of it uh, growing up. Watching the first episode, I really liked the first episode coming from um, you know an area of not knowing what this is at all. Um, it was cool. It you know zoom out to a casino in the freaking space, you know, and uh, they're having a gunfight and. You know, you get that quippy dialogue back and forth. Uh, I thought it was fun. I thought it was cool. Uh, like I said earlier, the stylistic choices they made were great. I thought this was beautifully filmed. Netflix does a great job with that, um, especially all the 4K, um, Dolby HD, whatever they have now. Uh, I thought it looked great. The the From what James told me, the original band came back, the seatbelts, to play all the music. I thought the music was top-notch. Yeah, really good. I really love the soundtrack. I found myself listening to the soundtrack on Spotify, listening to the theme song. I loved the intro, and from what I understand, that's a shot for shot of the original intro. So that gives me hope to maybe watch the anime someday. I st- I think I'm I might I think I might actually watch the anime. But um, yeah, so all in all, I think it was I think it it's entertaining. Writing, it's lackluster in a lot of spots. You know, it felt some parts felt a little forced. Um, Casting, uh, again, unbiased. I don't know. I think they did okay. I did like Jet a lot. Um, I liked his whole character dynamic a lot. Um, Everyone else was just okay. I mean, (laughs) I think he they did a good job with the costumes. The costume design is pretty good. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I didn't finish it because I heard it was canceled. You know, it's, it was yeah. one of those like, oh, this show's already canceled. Why invest the time? Um, but I, I, I think I might just power through it and finish it just to finish it. Um, because I, I don't like not finishing shows. The only one that I haven't finished is Westworld. Sorry, James. <laughs> haven't finished Westworld. Um, That's but okay. yeah, you don't need to. Yeah, <laughs> there's no, another no, one. I, yeah, I don't blame you um, there. Jesus Christ, that show. Yeah, I know. That's what I hear. <laughs> so maybe I'm not missing much. But but yeah, I mean, I like the show for what it is. Um, you know, it's unfortunate it got canceled. I, I especially so quickly. It was very. As a bummer, it was a bummer to hear Netflix already just throwing in the towel on it because um, I think it has the potential to be really, really good. Maybe they would learn from their mistakes uh, in season two, but we'll never know. <laughs> or maybe it is a marketing play. But yeah, yeah. So overall, OK, you know, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching it, you know. I do. Um, James, do you think that like the entirety of the first season, it might be about as long as the whole original anime? which has like 22 oh. episodes or something, but they're all like 22 minutes. 
and this oh, has ten yes, episodes, right. but it's like I was gonna an ask hour that forty-five too. minutes. Yeah. Like, well, let's yeah, let's do show. let's do the math right now. Twenty-six times twenty-two. Uh, probably already too hard long. for me. But <laughs> I uh, and then I had to go to the Netflix shows uh, ten times in t- uh, ten times an hour. So ten hours on Netflix, probably around twelve hours for the anime. So yeah, they already nearly lapped the entire anime, which, uh, like, which just... is a completed story. And, and and the anime is so sharp, like, a, 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 every episode is kind of just this neat little adrenaline, just sort of, like, jolt. Like, like a, a an idea of a story goes through, like, beat one, beat two, beat three ends. And just, the, the, the remake, I it just, I'm going back to this being too long thing. It really would have, I think they tried too much, or just mm-hmm. had the wrong conception of what it should be, because it just didn't work as this long-form long story arc going on thing it's just it's that that was actually one of the worst parts because the serialization of the netflix show revolves around vicious and julia who are the weakest characters uh and every time they were on screen uh it just stopped the show dead and and i agree toward towards the end of the season i was like unfortunately doing like the 15 seconds Mm-hmm. Just like okay, what's what's the point of these Julie and vicious scenes? Because I'm not enjoying them. Can I please get back to like a good story, or at least a halfway decent one? They were the worst part. They were the ones driving the serialization. While Jet and Faye and Spike were having their like monster of the week, Julie and Vicious were moving on with their like really weird Harley Joker romance mafia plot <laughs> that just really bad and. That was one thing that I really hated. I guess they kind of felt like in the anime, there's not too much going on with Vicious and Julia. So like, okay, then we have a blank slate to do whatever we want with these characters. And what Maybe they wanted don't. to do don't. was bad. <laughs> yeah, just like, don't. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like just so it, 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 it like tried to be both an episodic Monster of the Week thing and a longer story. It just did not work. And you're right. Like yeah. so, I, I, I guess my question to, to you guys both, like. About, like, live-action remakes of things that are already pretty good, do they ever need to happen? Because even if this was better, I have a hard yeah. time thinking it would need to exist when original anime is out there being pretty cool. Right. Well, l- to answer your question, think about, let's get out of the realm of Japanese anime, the Disney live-action remakes, none of oh, which yeah. have been that good. Uh, and and Probable, one of the things... And a lot of people have pointed this out. Like you, when you are animating something, you are unbound. You can present anything you want. You can just mm-hmm. put your vision on the paper and draw it the way you intend it. And that's you're, you don't have the same freedom. When you're Lion, filming, Lion uh, King uh, is a great movie. example of that. I yeah. love John Favreau. Love him. I think he's great at what he does. I think he's done some great stuff, especially with like the Mandalorian, the newer stuff that's coming out. But when he did the Lion King remake, he tried to do something that you just can't do, which is try and create caricature faces on real animals. What made the original Lion King so powerful and so effective was that it was lions singing and smiling and dancing and being happy and vibrant and being sad and angry. And that just did not translate well to the live action. Yeah, it looked amazing. I mean, it looked amazing. But there was no emotionality to the animals. It's not the spirit of the movie. It looked like Mr. Ed with peanut butter in his mouth. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, right. 
it is i i, I feel like it, it is part of this like kind of inferiority complex a lot of studios still have where they assume live action is like the genuine way to do something but mm. not a single live action remake has ever been as like, at least I, I i can't think of one has ever been as good as the original the difference between something like cowboy bebop what what which had the same problem you're talking about adam where like you know in the anime like you know jet that they're wearing these kind of odd costumes don't really read in live action so spike has his blue uh like leisure suit on which <laughs> looks natural in the anime and it's t- it didn't look terrible in it looks like in, cosplay in the, remake. In the show yeah, it, 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 it looks more does. like it, yeah. And just, like, you can either just do it like it's the cart, like the anime, and then it looks ridiculous, or you can do it like a real version, but then, like, why are you bothering? It's not the anime anymore. So right, it's just, right, it, it, right, it never right. seems to work to me. The difference between the Cabo Bebop and the Disney remakes, the Disney remakes make money. So I get why they That's do right. it, at least. <laughs> this thing had no reason to happen. The only one that was remotely good on the Disney remakes, and, and remotely good is is a little bit of a stretch, was the um the oh gosh I can't think of the Jungle Aladdin Book? remake. Oh my god, the Aladdin remake. Like I liked, I, the, I didn't like that either. You so I liked the Aladdin remake. I think they did okay with the casting, and Will Smith was. I mean, you can't replace Robin Williams. You can't replace him. But he did well doing a completely different stylistic choice of that. And so I, I was okay with it. You know, I was fine with that one. But right. Lion King, not a fan. I really, a Jungle Book I didn't even see. Um, but I feel like it would have had similar issues to the Lion King. So, but I just, I just before we let Cowboy Bebop off the hook and, yeah. <laughs> and diverge, I do just want to talk about, the, the, for me, the biggest thing in the show was the, uh, and this this has now become like a, 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 an industry term, the Whedon speak dialogue. which is like, you know, Joss Whedon not involved in the show, but you could be forgiven if you thought that he was because like, they are so aping his writing style. And like, I, I I told Adam, like this Faye is basically like a character straight out of Buffy, the vampire slayer. Mm -hmm. And they all kind of talk like they're in Buffy and, but like not even as good as, as, as (laughs) Buffy's, you know, quippy, so random humor. Uh, just to give the audience who will probably never watch the show a taste of some of the better lines, uh, phase catchphrase is welcome to the ouch. Um, <laughs> there's a good line where, uh, in a, an older unattractive woman is hitting on jet and he's like, are you trying to blackmail me? And she's like, well, you bet I am because you are a black male. Oh, <laughs> oh my <man>. Christ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. Uh, someone's like, oh, I wish I just want to throw her a bone. Yeah, while you're throwing her your bone, like <laughs> it's it's really very, not, it's very forced. <laughs> and for a show which, yeah, it's violent. There's nudity. There's a lot of adult themes or whatever. It's it's you know, you know it's almost like it's written for 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 preteens in 2008. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> uh, I would say is is the voice of the writing. I found uh, maybe Daniel enjoy this. This is a nice. This is uh, lines from the dialogue overlaid uh, with the anime characters here. This is a, a an actual exchange between Vicious and Spike. Oh gosh, Vicious is like, who shaves your balls? 
I don't like sharp blades near my dick, so I like the natural approach. <laughs> you savage, that's just uncivilized. <laughs> You're so right, too, about just the, and we talked about it before, like the weed and speak, the apatow speak, just the need to yeah. shove, fill scenes with noise. When again, in yes. the anime, a lot of them were, like Faye was kind of a, a, chatter, a chatterbox, but that was because, and that contrasted with the other silent people. Right. And yeah, they just would not shut up in this thing. And it wasn't good yeah. talking. It'd be different if it was like brilliant, but it wasn't. It wasn't funny the half there. the yeah. time. That's yeah. like um, you you said earlier, um, Dan, that the, the shows are becoming susceptible to this happening frequently. We're watching Peacemaker right now. Oh, I was going to bring oh, that up. Peacemaker oh, my is God. Exactly the right. <laughs> it does it. Here. It does it so much. And sometimes it nails it really well. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the times it's like, okay, let's get like, go, let's go. <laughs> right. Wrap the scene, please. Yes. <laughs> like move on to like, make your episode shorter. <laughs> Tarantino's another one who just, I, I think mm-hmm. folk watch stuff like that and just like, I can do that. Right. Or I they do, have a I do love minute Tarantino, quota though. to hit. I mean, like, I do love right. Tarantino. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I like Tarantino does it well, or at least does it yeah, distinctively. Right. Mm-hmm. Like the, 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 the kind of rapid fire pitter pitter like, or even like 1930s, like, um, uh, I can't think of any actors from that era. Um, I'm, I'm not going to waste time trying to. Uh, <laughs> just like, whatever they're trying to ape, they're not doing it well. Right. right. Also, it's okay. funny you brought up Tarantino. It's funny you brought up Tarantino because I thought that this show would be good as an HBO miniseries directed by Tarantino. <laughs> sure. He would I mean, have that, fun with that's it. That's a nice idea. Yeah. Um, Ten episodes, done. It, it, and, and also. Just strange, and I don't know if it's Christopher Yoss or somebody else's fault, but when they're like, oh, what what can we really do to make Cowboy Bebop like fresh and appeal to a new Bye. audience? Okay, we'll make it sound like Gilmore Girls. That's what people <laughs> wanted when they watched the anime. They wished the characters sounded like they were on Gilmore Girls. I have to point out, too, just not point out, just like something I noticed that was weird. Did you notice James or Adam, like, a, a few times they did the anime thing where they, like, all laugh together, like, <laughs> yeah. after, like, a joke oh, yes. is funny, which, oh. oh, that looks so weird when you're doing it in live action. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it just looked odd. Like, incredibly, no one laughs that long. No one laughs that, no. like, in sync with each other. <laughs> Humphrey Bogart, that was what I was trying to think of from the 30s. But, yeah. Humphrey Bogart, um, okay, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So any anything else that I might have liked about the show, I was just killed by like uh, you know the weed and speak, the soy bant is another thing people call it a cringe humor, Disney humor, Marvel humor, whatever you want to call it. It can be done well. We're in a cultural moment where it is done basically all the time. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, like you guys are saying, it's in Peacemaker, it's in Star Wars, it's in Cowboy Bebop. It's why the Mandalorian is is so like powerful because. He just doesn't talk at all in that show. Yeah, Ooh, right. yeah. It's one of the things I'm like, this is so different. It's right. good. There's no we didn't speak. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, right. I, 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 I can't recommend this show to anybody. I've seen the whole thing. I'm one of the few. I don't think a lot of people Ooh, actually right. have finished the show. I won't recommend that anyone finish the show. Dan already talked about the stinger at the end of season one, which is that Ed shows up and... Their interpretation mm-hmm. of Ed is basically the YouTube celebrity Fred, if anybody still oh, remembers him. Awful. <laughs> basically, Fred pops out and he's like, eh, Spike Spiegel! Um, and or the annoying orange, if you remember that. 
it's, even it's worse. It's that kind of <laughs> content. Um, <laughs> Good. And, I'll still finish it, James. I'll finish it for you. <laughs> uh, if you want to do something for me, I'd say don't. Okay. Finish it. Watch, watch the anime. Um, but I will say, and I don't know if you guys watched it, episode five where they kind of do a film noir yeah. thing and it is more focused on on Jet and it's sort of his backstory. That episode I unironically enjoyed. I thought it was really good. The only parts I didn't like was when they cut to Faye and Spike and they were doing weed and speak at each other. Um, so I can recommend that one episode, basically. I, I did like that episode, but I, I called the twist like at the very beginning. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's film noir. You know the partner. Yeah, did fair. It. <laughs> fair. Or the girlfriend fair. or the yeah. the husband or right. the child or whatever. Yeah. I liked the way they like redeemed his his asshole partner who you're supposed to hate mm-hmm. is actually like a kind of a nice guy and mm-hmm. you find that out as Jet finds it out. That was the one thing I liked. The end of the show is really bad, you guys. Uh <laughs> you find out that like basically I'll spoil the end of the show. Spoilers for Netflix Cowboy Bebop if you care. Uh Basically, at the end of the show, Spike and Julia reunite. Uh, The reason why this doesn't work is that Julia's like, why didn't you rescue me all these years? And Spike's like, that's a great point. And then uh, (laughs) Julia's like, well, joke's on you because actually I'm evil. And then she takes over the Red Dragon Syndicate and uh, defeats Vicious herself. Yeah, she becomes like, you know, uh, her... Daenerys Targaryen, Queen of Space Dragons, girl boss, psycho. Uh, because that's an empowered character, guys. Not someone who, who who gets away from a life of crime and and lives the normal life that they deserve. Someone who becomes even more violent and dangerous than the people that persecuted them. That's that's a happy ending. <laughs> um, oh. but yeah, at least the show. At least it's kind of funny to talk about. Um, <laughs> funny to look at fun to look at yeah and fun to, to listen look to at. entertaining to watch here's to my watch. recommendation whatever your native language is switch the spoken audio to a language you don't speak mm. and then watch the show and you'll probably <laughs> like it a lot more than i did <laughs> <laughs> my um uh, well, co-editor daniel did enjoy it so like there is an audience for this show 100 people 100 people, 100 people signed the petition to get it back i see. um and, and he again, also signed the reverse petition, yes, James. Because it's, it's, it's chaos. That was a good show. I mean, I, 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 I thought it was an interesting, good good effort. A for effort, guys. Yeah, Adam likes it. Adam likes it, too. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah. I do. It's enjoyable to watch. Um, there are some sickos out there who like this. Uh, and and I suppose at least they've got these 10 episodes to watch. Can um, I ask? Like, um, yes. What do you guys think of like Netflix's sort of pre predilection or like preoccupation? That's the word preoccupation with live action anime because they someone at that company is really into it because they did that Death Note series with Willem Dafoe. Which oh was yeah, bizarre. Oh, that was bad. Very they bad. had a Full Metal Alchemist thing where it was like live action and also really bizarre and weird. Now they're doing it's not quite anime, but they're doing that live action Last Airbender show, which is not exactly oh. anime but close enough. Like anime inspired anime remake, um, someone at Netflix is going hard on live action anime, and should they just stop? My <laughs> guess, Dan, is that the rights to these are like pretty easy to obtain. 
uh, probably because most people figure it's a bad idea. And so <laughs> they can they can contact, you know, Toho or whatever Japanese company owns the rights to the manga or the anime and and get them to license it out for not a lot of money because um, they're take Netflix is taking the whole production risk. And as you said, next coming down the pipe or maybe we should say next on the execution block is Avatar. <laughs> and then after that, One Piece. I, oh, right. I love One, One Piece. Piece. That can't be good. I, there's no world where you could make a, a live action One Piece and it's good. I'm pretty nervous about Last Airbender because I liked that show a lot when I was younger. And yeah. um, well, they can't I can't M. see Shyamalan. it going great. They should have brought back M. Night. I mean, yeah, um, if they were smart. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, they're making a live action Gundam movie. And again, I know I'm a fool. I've been fooled so many times. I think the live action Gundam might be good because it's just CGI oh, robots why? fighting. So it's Pacific in, Rim. In cockpit. Well, yeah. Well, in that case, it's it's basically animated, right? Because it's yeah. just CGI robots fighting. Right. Cut to, uh, I don't know, <laughs> cut to the, the little kid from Dune in the cockpit going like, but I don't want to drive the robot. Like, I think it could be good. Um, maybe. I wonder we'll if see. they'll try like Evangelion or something. It's been really weird and internal. And try to make that uh, a live action thing. Oh, It'll be terrible. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys yeah. are in a realm I know nothing about because I've never been an anime fan. Um, no. So all, like all of these, if I ever watched the remake, this would be the first time I've ever seeing any of this. So okay. uh, so for someone like me, it could be good for someone who's not into anime. Really? I, I said this on our own podcast earlier. Um, uh it's exp- it's exposing and this anime property to a, a person mm. who would have never seen it if right. if the live action had never have come out. So maybe okay, but it inspires Adam, me you, to watch. If you, if you don't then go on and watch the anime, right? Then there's no payoff. I know. So, so that's just me being stubborn, James. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I mean, actually, I think it's a good point that yeah, I mean, th- th- these things are exposing people to this world, and you know, maybe. I mean, I'm going to sound like a total snob when I say something like this, because I'm having trouble, uh, like, conceiving of the remakes as worthwhile in themselves, but Mm -hmm. I like that they're bringing attention to the source material, and maybe with enough tries, they will will have a breakthrough. It's possible. Seriously, can anybody think of a live-action cartoon, not even anime, anything that worked? I mean, you like the Latin Adam, you said, I guess. Oh, yeah, it was was doable. I mean, like, it it was acceptable. I didn't hate it. Uh, n- there's been some good comic book movies, obviously. But, uh, that's yeah. the same thing. The the one I hated the least was probably <laughs> the Wachowskis Speed Racer. Ooh, good okay. point. That's that one was pretty I interesting. For, oh my gosh, I, I forgot and about like, that. Similar, movie. similar to Netflix Cowboy Bebop in a few ways, but mm-hmm. um, I mean there. The original source material is like also awful, so there's no damage to be done. <laughs> <laughs> And they had like a vision for what they were going for. That one was at least interesting. Right. I mean, yeah, it wasn't done by committee like this one. Yeah. Was. Oh, clearly not. Nothing that bonkers yeah. gets done by committee. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for putting yourselves through the the ringer of watching the show. Apparently, you both liked it though. Yeah. Not a big deal. <laughs> You're the odd one out. It yeah, thank you to me for taking the psychic damage of actually watching the whole show. Yeah, I'll uh, get there. I've I'll seen the whole show. <laughs> Uh, Dan, thanks so much for coming on the show. Uh, we'd love to have you back sometime. Yeah, ditto. 
Just yeah, absolutely. People, if they if if they if they want to hear more of your voice and more of your stuff, where can they find you? All right, um, I'm the editor on Winter Is Coming Net, where we cover things like movies and TV that have dorky skews to them. So you're talking dragon space lasers, you know, space cowboys who go hunting for bounties. Maybe we, I mean, we reviewed the whole show <laughs> back when it came out. We had someone on it. Uh, kind of wasted time if you maybe, look in in retrospect. Uh, <laughs> I. Co- I uh, co-host a podcast called Take the Black. Every we stream live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. on the Words Coming Facebook page, Words Coming YouTube channel, and also available in podcast form. I typically play all that stuff, so you can find us there. I'm probably on Twitter or something. I don't remember. Yeah, unfortunately, you guys, you did a whole hour on Cowboy Bebop Netflix season two predictions, and then you just had to throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> That's unfortunate. <laughs> Okay, guys. Well, as they say at the end of the show, uh, uh, see you, Space Cowboy. Or more more appropriately, easy come, easy go. Because uh, <laughs> the show's classy. <laughs> <laughs>